0: You gotta move really slowly and intentionally and things also happen. Like you don't have to rush. You know, I think we had a big push of girl boss culture where everything was like hustle and like do everything like men. tired. Yeah, people are <laughs> like, damn, why are we doing this?
1: Welcome to the Healing Herb Podcast. This is your grief expert and friend, Ashley Lemieux. I feel like I'm inviting all of us into a really special place right now because I am with someone in New York City. Well, no, we're actually in Brooklyn, but yes. we're we're just over the bridge. I have followed this amazing woman and educator and entrepreneur for so long. And when I knew that we were coming here to do these podcast interviews. She was at the top of my list and I was, I reached out to her and her team. I was like, is there any way (laughs) that you would come and be on my podcast? And what is so exciting is that she also just opened the most beautiful center, which I'm going to have her share more with you, but without further delay, let me introduce you to, if you don't know her already latham thomas who is the founder of mama glow a global maternal health and education platform serving birthing people along the childbearing continuum she supports families during the fertility period pregnancy birth and postpartum offering hand-holding through their bespoke doula services named one of oprah winfrey's super soul 100 latham has served as a doula for clients including alicia keys anne hathaway Ashley Graham, Rebecca Minkoff, and more. She's a graduate of Columbia University and author of two best-selling books. Thank you so much for sharing this space with us today. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for being here, and thanks for being inside and not having me be in a car. (laughs) Because let me just say, it's embarrassing, but I don't drive.
1: Well, here's the thing about (laughs) New York, though is that when we came here i knew that most people here don't have they cars, don't have cars right? anyway yeah i
0: literally have a car but i just don't drive you so don't, it's, i'm a little bit embarrassed you don't
1: no <laughs> you don't need to drive honestly i feel like you're living my dream because like i hate driving everywhere. i love being passenger princess when yeah. i'm with anyone else so same so and passenger yeah it's so we're in a space too that's way more beautiful than mm. any car can you Tell everyone where we're sitting inside of right now. Yes. So right now we are inside of what's called the Soft Space
0: by Mama Glow, which is um, a wellness destination for folks to really just be soft. It's a place to be swaddled and support where we have programming. We have um, live events that we curate, but also um, folks host baby showers here and blessing lays and bridal showers even. Um, but I conceived of this space um, really as an outgrowth of our Mama Glow hub, which was much smaller. It allowed us to do similar programming, um, which was like wellness and contemplative uh, practice-oriented, but just could seat less people. And so we outgrew that space. And then in, in COVID, when everybody was inside, you know, we had to shut down the space and go online. The community extended like exponentially. And so we needed to think about what would happen when we came back, you know, into the world. And since then, we grew the Doula Expo, which is our annual festival that we run.
1: Which I want to come to. You so have to bad. come this year. It's like amazing. It's you have to come amazing, this year. amazing, you guys, if you haven't seen it. Yes.
0: You have to come this year for that. Um, and then outside of that, we don't have really many touch points with people. And if you think about New York, it's like people love to gather. People want to be with other folks in community. So it was really like an opportunity to say, let's bring folks in regular touch points, make sure that they, you know, get the support they need for people who are like pregnant on the fertility journey, postpartum. It's a really great space also to come for programming for education and really preparing them for that journey. Um, so really excited it really just opened, so you're here like nobody's really been here yet we had like a launch event there's been like I think a workshop that some some women had a workshop here the past weekend but as aside from that like you're one of the first people in here so I'm
1: so honored oh I'm so honored it's it's gorgeous and it even beyond visually it feels good I'm so so glad to hear I, that. That I, I I want to make sure you you knew that it feels really good here. Good, I'm so glad to hear that. There's so much supportive work that you do, mm. and I would love to start hearing from you. What got you into doing work as a doula mm. in the first place?
0: Yeah, so thank you for that question. You know, my son, who's now 20, was born here in New York City in a birthing center and I was able to birth with midwives and it was the most empowering experience actually of my life. And in that time, I knew that I was going to be inside the work. I didn't know what it would look like because at the time also, you know, I was in my um, like mid 20s when I had him and I just wasn't exactly sure You know, when you're young, you have all these dreams and you also have this healthy dose of like naivete where you feel like everything's possible, but you don't think about like how you actually execute on Mm -hmm. it. So I had that. I had this gumption. I had this excitement. I knew I wanted to support, you know, women on this journey. And so I sought to do that. Uh, It took a while because, you know, I had a new baby um, and then I became a single mom when my son was three. And so I had to like really lean on community for the support I needed to really launch business and so it took some time and I think that what's important for people to take away and I feel like this is also you know so connected to your work as well is that like we like plant seeds and we tend and we grow things or we nurture them right and so much of what we are told or that we get messages around you know culturally and and societally is to move really quickly to hurry up and launch hurry up and put something out and and yes. never think through right like the timing of everything and how to pace and intention and and moving slowly and, and and completing and I'm about completion I'm about bringing things full circle and so the doula work for me was was something where I started I found my way there also by dragging my feet I'm a Taurus <laughs> I'm a Taurus so we like come to everything through resistance we're like bulls right so everything is like resistance like dragging my feet. And then when it became clear that i was supposed to be doing this work i was like you know what once i like just like softened into it it was like everything opened up Mm. and so i think that there was a message and also just like surrendering and like really listening to the messages that are that are put forth by god by the universe and also having the courage because i believe that the universe rewards courage and for me it was like i needed to just take the path and then everything revealed itself and so it wasn't really a choice to become a doula. It was more like a calling. Mm. And so I feel like I just answered a call and and that's what I've been doing. And so the call has changed. It started as, you know, me doing the work in, in service of, you know, mothers and birthing folks. And then the call changed to like me being a teacher and like actually, you know, bringing everything that I know and giving that unto others. And so that's how I've I've, you know, really fashioned the business to like, you know, educate the people.
1: Can we talk about something that I would be too embarrassed about to tell anyone else, but since you are my girls and i also want to look out for you let's talk about body odor because here is the thing i switched to a new deodorant and it did not do well for me and this year i also started going to a new gym and i was like i cannot smell like this in front of these people i'm meeting for the very first time so i gotta tell you that i just switched my deodorant to lumi and right now, they are giving new customers $5 off their starter pack with my exclusive code and link. You can use code HealingHer at LumiDeodorant.com. That is L U M E D E O D O R A N T.com. Now, here's the thing about Lumi it's not just for your underpits, okay? It is a whole body deodorant that is safe to use anywhere on your body so let's get real for a second you can use it on your pits you can use it on your under boobs we know we'll get sweaty down there your thigh folds your belly buttons your booty cracks your vulvas your feet literally everywhere we don't need to be embarrassed about it we can smell good it was actually created by an OBGYN gyn who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated and is clinically proven to block odor all day long and control odor for up to 72 hours. So it's baking soda free, it's paraben free and it's pH balance for safe use below the belt. So again, you can get Lumi's starter pack and it's perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid deodorant stick, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like the mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. You can be able to control body odor anywhere with Lumi deodorant and get $5 off your starter pack. That's over 40% off with promo code HEALINGHER at lumideodorant.com. Go grab it now. The biggest aspect of the work that we do
0: is trainings and education. So we've trained over 2,500 doulas globally. We That's have doulas incredible. in every corner of the U.S. and six continents. We need somebody from Antarctica. Wow.
1: Okay, Antarctica. Antarctica, rise up. <laughs> Delivering okay. the penguins down We need down some there. penguin doulas, yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, um, but everybody's represented. And one thing that I'm also very proud of is this past, so that a year ago around this time, I was appointed a professor at Brown University where I teach bioethics students and medical anthropologists and OB-GYN and um, folks who are in public health to, they actually take my training that I teach outside in the world. And that so my is training is incredible. embedded as a course at Brown, which is the first time in the Ivy League, first time ever in this type of you know work, right? So Wait, I feel so Wait, can we honored. just talk
1: about how amazing that is? Thank you. N- I mean, that doesn't just happen, to have the work that you do be embedded into a course at Brown University. So I just wanted to pause for a second to sit in that moment, that is so beautiful and it's a testament to your calling and leaning into it and and going with, going for it. it. I agree, I think that like, that's the only way it's possible,
0: right? It's like we have to continue. And I think that for me, you know, one of the lessons I've learned and just also seeing young, young people to be like, just so like, boom, like it's Instagram, it's like everything's fast and, mm. and not thinking about like, no, you gotta move really slowly and intentionally and things also happen, like you don't have to rush. And so for me, it was like the not rushing and the staying committed is like how we stay the course and also it's like how things like this happen, right? Like how you get on the course to, you know, Like elevate the work in this way, so I feel really grateful for that opportunity. We have university fellows that work with us. There's so much embedded in in academia as well, and outside of that, to me the real the things I'm really proud of is like the people who come out of the program and like the impact they make in the world. Right? I used to be in the birthing rooms all the time, and now I get to see them, you know, doing this work, and so it's just a pleasure and an honor and i love meeting people on the street who are like i took the course and like i'm doing this and so it's so awesome so for me i think how i got into it was really because of my son but like why i stay in it is really i think because of the community and the impact of the work on the community
1: that's so good as i'm listening to hear you talk a theme that kind of keeps coming up that you keep going back to Mm. is the slow down yes is not rushing and I think that we live in a society and a culture right now, and it's been like this forever, Mm -hmm. but especially now with social media and just seeing really instant gratification or we see the parts of other people's lives that we think happened quickly overnight, but we didn't see the 10 years that it took for them to get here. That's right. And so then I think a lot of times we can get really hard on ourselves Mm -hmm. and we think That we're falling behind, or that we need to be moving faster, or that other people have it figured out more than we do. Yes. But what I love about what you've been saying is taking things slow. Yeah. And I would love to hear from you what has that looked like Mm. as you have leaned into your calling and built what you have built?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think part of it is that, like, like, one of my pet peeves is being rushed. Like, I hate people rushing me. And so, it's like, when I was a kid, my mom used to say that I was, like, so slow. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, she was born fast, but she's been slow, like, the whole rest of her life. And then I'm, like, fast because I was, like, a track runner. So, she's like, yeah, but you're fast there, but you're slow here. And so, I'm I'm used to kind of self-pacing. And my son's like that, too. I realized just like just, like, so slow. And everything's, like, mm-hmm. you know, taking time. And... I realized like, oh, I'm like that. So he's like that, right? I think it's just because I am so connected also to how I feel when things aren't well-paced. And so part of how I think about, and I also teach this with the doula community, is like pacing and and really like tuning into self. And part of self-care is, is managing and, and really mastery of your nervous system. And so when you start to feel this like, right i can't breathe or you're like oh wow look at my shoulders way up here look at how short my breath is look at like how my stomach is in knots and there's butterflies or they're not flying in formation what is happening right now right when you're feeling all these things these are responses to external stimuli and also the lifestyle right and so i'm really big about like designing a life that you don't have to escape mm right so when we think yes. about going on vacation, think about this, like, what are we vacationing from? What are we, you know what I mean? Like, I wanna take a trip to go away, but not so that I can go away from my life, but so that I can have a new experience and all these things and, and have reprieve and be in a different climate and all the things. I live in a city like this, of course you need that. But it's not also thinking about, like, even how we language it, get away. Like, what are we getting away from, right? So I think about the pacing as a reminder that we do not have to design our lives in ways that make us wanna run away from them or make us want to collapse or work to the point of collapse, right? And so over time I learned this because when I was younger, I was not very good at managing my time in ways that like centered my needs, right? And now I'm really good at being like, okay, here's what I need. I'm going to bed now. Like this will get done tomorrow, right? Or I'm only doing these things. Or I need to get up and go take a walk. You know, that's a lot for my brain. Or I'm sick of looking at a screen right now. I'm about to go like, you know, turn on some Beyonce and like dance or whatever it is, right? So just really knowing that the listening of the body, because it's the arbiter of safety and, um and it tells us what we need, that is how I kind of govern my life and design how I'm gonna move through. And I also, think about that in terms of my employees and staff too. Like, how are you feeling? What's happening for you today? What's happening in your life? And then adjusting based on that. And so that's how we grow things. If we, and we move really quickly with stuff too, because everybody is rested and is well paced. And so we actually can do more because we're taking better care of ourselves, if that makes sense. Rather than like really pushing, um, thinking about realistic timelines for things so that everybody feels good. Like those are always like how I think about like the lens that I use to to think about it. So um so for me it's it's really about like, you know, making a design that feels aligned with the life that I want to live and also that that I need to live, right? And and I think that, you know, all of us as we do this work, which is so like demanding, right? Yes. Like taking care of children, taking care of people on the pathway to birth. It is incredible work. It is demanding. And so you have to pour back into yourself. And that's one of the reasons that the soft space was like really important for me as a vision to bring to reality because it's also something that I need. And I feel like a lot of us do work that is grounded in what we actually need. Mm-hmm. If you think about like what you do in the world, right? It's like we design our lives around the actual to-do work in the world that is actually tending to needs that we have, right? It impacts others, but it also is fulfilling for some of the needs that we have personally, and those can stem back to things that like we needed maybe as children, but certainly are ways that we have found ourselves aligned in in our personal lives with a mission that is also aligned with uh, servicing the needs of others. And so I think that that's really beautiful when I see people who I'm like, oh yeah, they're totally tapped in. They know what they're supposed to be doing. And you can see also that it's self-fulfilling. I can see that in your work as well, right? So for me, I think it's really just that big piece is is grounding, it's listening, it's pacing, and it's just being soft. It's just being gentle. It's like not pushing, it's like anti-hustle. You know, I think we had, a big push of girl boss culture, where everything was like hustle and like do everything like men. Tired. Yeah, people are like, "Damn, why are we doing this? We ain't getting I hate our, this, right? <laughs> we're not getting our periods. We're not we're we're like fertility ch- My hormones challenges. Hormones are crazy. Are off. Yeah, why are we not like just living in balance with our hormones, right? It's like so much easier if we do that. And so that's the invitation for for me. It's like let's move back to that. Let's like let's like back up and be like, what's not working? Let's get everything to work cuz we can. Like yes. we can get everything to work. So let's 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 think about like how to design a life again that we don't have to escape.
1: I've been talking a lot about how this year I had to figure out how to get better sleep because I have not been able to wake up early in the morning for a really long time. So how I started doing this was really paying attention to my nightly routine. And one of the things that I realized I have been low on is magnesium. What I have been loving doing at night before I go to bed is taking a drink of my mellow magnesium to help me sleep better. When I sleep better at night, I now have more energy in the morning to be a better parent to get up and go to my workout class that i have been loving to feel like i actually am excited to take on the day and you know what is so crazy about magnesium is that 75 percent of american adults are deficient in magnesium and it's a mineral that is essential to hundreds of functions in the body now ned's mellow magnesium was designed to address the fundamental imbalances that come with our modern lives and it helps empower your natural born ability to thrive as as a human full transparency Ned shares all of its third-party lab reports so all of it is right there for viewing on site and they have over 5,000 five-star reviews and it also tastes really good so have support becoming the best version of yourself and get 15% off ned products with code healing her go to helloned.com healingher healing her or enter code healing her at checkout that's H e l l o, n e d dot com slash healing her to get fifteen percent off. It sounds like you're a life doula, honestly. I mean, I know you're a birth doula, but I'm like, can you be my life doula? Because that, because the principles though that you started with, they extend, and I can see that flow through every aspect of your life. I had a doula for my pregnancy yes. and birth. And in fact, when I was delivering my baby girl, the only people I wanted in the room was my husband. And of course, that's my doctor and staff yeah. there. But my husband and my doula of were course. the only two people there with me. And then I think, though, you know, going into this next season of what do I need? How can I slow down? Mm. When we enter motherhood, yes, we have this support yep. and then suddenly things are different. Yes, they are. The support's not there as much as it was before. We enter postpartum. We, Absolutely. We try to, to keep almost, at least for me, mm-hmm. especially, you know, with my career and, and then my family and my little girl who's so important to me, I'm now trying to do all the things that I was doing before, but with this whole extra element to my life. So I would love if you could tell us maybe the one thing Mm. or however many things Mm. of when we go through that transition or even if it's not even a transition into motherhood. Maybe there are women listening where they've been a mother for a decade mm. or kids are leaving the house or yes. whatever that transition is like. How can we implement everything that you're talking about mm-hmm. in these new seasons where it feels hard and scary to slow yes. down because we're finding ourselves in these new elements that we're not super comfortable yeah. in yet?
0: Such a great question. And you know, I'm in that, right? Cause mm. my son's in college and he's in his junior year, but when he left, it was like, I had this open nest and I was like, what is this new phase of like not waking up and taking care of somebody and fixing breakfast and doing all these things and worrying uh, about somebody yeah. every day, right? And fussing over them every day. And I had to think about like what my new purpose was, right? I actually identify with that a lot. You know, I think one of the things with motherhood and with these life transitions where we accept a, a life station and a life's sort of identity and archetype even, and then having that change, right? Where part of you who's feel so connected to a particular um, identity, right, that dissolves mm. and it changes. And now you have to like hold on to something new. A new version of yourself emerges and then you're like, well, who is this person? person, right? What am I holding now in my life? I think that the only way through is through community. I think that being with other people who are having similar life experience. I think, you know, having elders that you can tap. I think having light- licensed mental health providers that you can tap. I think having a spiritual community or guide that you can tap into. I think being in nature is super healing and also transformative and grounding for us when we're going through those transitions. And I think really like being in a space, yes, being in a space where you can enjoy the, the fruits of what you've done, like really looking at like, like you just stopped me and said, no, 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 we ain't skipping past that. Let's talk about that accomplishment. We need people to pour into our accomplishments. We need also people to recognize our pain. We need people, like when you were sharing about your births, but also your losses, it, like, it, it meant something for community, right? It was cathartic for you, but also cathartic for us. And so I wanna thank you and say that you actually have modeled that already. So you've already answered that question <laughs> because you do that already, right? And so I wanna thank you for the ways that you showed up for us through storytelling, through sharing what's happening in your personal life for being so transparent and so informative, but also so real, you know? Because that's actually what it is that gets us to the other side. It's feeling like empowered to say like, what happened for me because you said it, right? And, and because you got through to the other side, I feel like it's possible for me too, right? And so I think that's, that's what you do is actually how we get through. That's actually how we do it. And so I just want to thank you for thank the opportunity and, and also for the modeling that you've already done to to help us lean into community and lean into these life transitions in a way that it's not always like it doesn't always happen so simply and easily and elegantly. Oh, it's the opposite people of think that. it's that, right? <laughs> and it's not, like you said, but but you do it in a way where I think all of us feel seen. And that's the most important thing, right? Like that's how we get through is when people recognize us, they see us. And when we're when we're seen, that's a basic human need to feel seen, to feel heard, and feel a sense of belonging. And so, thank you for creating community and making sure that we also feel seen and heard, and that we all belong.
1: That's so kind of you. Thank you so much. That actually means so much to me. I think that something that we don't talk a lot about is the grief that comes in these transition seasons and as we grieve who we were and then trying to figure out who we are now. And I think that when we can have these conversations and create this community, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, okay, I'll go first. I'm gonna share with you what it's been like for me. And then others can be like, this breath of, you feel that too? Yeah, You went through that too? Yes. I'm not alone. not alone. But it's also what? you're doing here that makes everything here the soft place to land (laughs) and that is so special so for my last question for you here today I would love to know Mm -hmm. for the woman who is listening Mm -hmm. and she is tired Mm -hmm. and she's going through this transition and she has been in this place of just running, 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 because that's where she feels safe right now, so, yes. that, she, so that just the stillness <laughs> yeah. doesn't enter, yes. because a lot of times we can feel terrified to be of with course. ourselves, our own thoughts, our yep. own things. If she was sitting with us here mm. on this couch in your space, yes. what is something you would tell her to help her move forward from here?
0: Mm. Well, first I would have her put on some slippers, Make her some tea and then just listen. I think that so often we think we need to hear something, like somebody has to say something to us, but half the time it's just like we just need to speak or just be witnessed in the complexities of who we are and also um, held. You know, one time I remember I was carrying something so heavy on my heart and I was crying on the subway. And this woman recognized me, and I wanted to get up for her because she looked like she was tired, but I didn't have the energy to stand up, and I was crying. And I remember when I got out the train, she was standing right there, and she said, whatever it is, you can just give it up to God. Mm. And I fell into her bosom, and she held me on this platform at 125th Street, and just let me cry. I just needed to be held. And so I think sometimes it's not even saying anything at all but just like being there. And that's what doulas do, we're just there, right? To support, to be a presence of support. And so that's probably what I would do.
1: Can I just move in here? And yes! Li- live in this space forever <laughs> to be held by my mom Yes. Stay here, <laughs> stay in the soft space. <laughs> Thank you Thank for you having so this much. conversation with us I'm so today. so grateful. Where can everyone come and connect with you? Yes,
0: um, mamaglow.com, it's M-A-M-A-G-L-O-W.com. At Mama Glow on Instagram, we have the softspace.bk If people are interested in learning more about what's happening there, I'm Glow Maven on Instagram, and I'll see y'all, you know, in these internet streets.
1: <laughs> in the internet streets. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of Healing Her this week. And until I see you again next week, take good care of yourself. I'm so honored you joined us for this episode of the Healing Her podcast, where healing isn't just a destination. It's an empowering, transformative adventure. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss brand new episodes each Tuesday. And if you're ready for more tangible tools, make sure you grab my best-selling book, I Am Here, wherever books are sold or in the link in the show notes below. Take good care of yourself until I see you again next week.